Hello my friends, this is your brother Hampton doing a coffee or tea with Hampton today. There seems to be tea more and more often. I want to bring up the topic a bit about being yourself. Certainly what feels like not a new topic, but a very relevant topic nowadays that we see more and more people diving into social media to where some YouTube videos are viewed more than some Marvel movies or the Super Bowl, which is just insane. And when I talk to some content creator friends and they start doing better and better and they want to start pouring more money and more production into things, I always kind of laugh because it's coming full circle because even if we spend five, 10, 20 million dollars on a video, which is crazy for a YouTube social media, even a hundred thousand dollars on a video is crazy. It kind of pales in comparison to some of the Hollywood productions that are out there. And I think the reason why people choose to watch something that someone made with their smartphone, or in my case, it's a camera in his office next to his computer, rather than a multi-million or sometimes a billion dollar production is because of the authenticity that we see. I think this is not the only reason, but I think it's very linked to being yourself. People like seeing not reality in the sense of like a reality TV show, but the idea of like, someone being real. That's why a lot of flubs or some improvisation is considered very nice when someone we know or we really think isn't being scripted. This is how they actually are. And I also, coincidentally, very topically, I think this is why podcasts and long-form content will eventually come around and be even more popular than they currently are. But it wasn't until recently that I realized that there was a little bit of controversy over this. Imagine that, controversy on the internet? Say it isn't so. But I think some people have found the idea of self-improvement and bettering yourself and maybe some introspection where we realize that we have some flaws, they consider this and some topics of that to be at odds with the idea of being yourself. So you scroll through, I know this isn't obviously like the end all be all, but you scroll through the comment section on a video that discusses changing yourself or improving yourself. And every once in a while you find some discussion on something to the, the to the idea of that's the problem with society nowadays. Everyone thinks they need to change when they're perfect just the way they are. And the thing I wanna talk about is I'll throw in my two cents here is, are we actually perfect the way we are? Should we just only be ourselves and refuse to change because that is who we are and we don't need to be anyone else despite society pushing us? Or can that exist at the same time as improving ourselves? Can we be ourselves and love ourselves? but also try to be more at the same time. And I think there are two ways of looking at it. And these two perspectives of looking at it ultimately are very similar. I think of them as roads that lead to the same destination, even if they sound different. And the first one I would say is no, don't be yourself, be better, right? And those listening to this, there's not a lot of people on this channel right now, so it might only be a few people listening to this right now, but some people, really like that. And I think that perspective appeals more to the type of person that might be comfortable saying they want self-improvement. Maybe even some religious people who don't necessarily feel like they should be themselves, but they would, in their words, perhaps be the way or be closer to the way that God wants them to be. Their God, their holy book, whatever they might follow. So the idea that we're even denying ourselves in a way to be better. So that's one way of looking at it is no, don't be yourself be better. And the second, I would say, is yes, 
do be yourself. But in the process of trying new things, the process of not necessarily pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, but expanding your comfort zone actually makes you more you. So an example of this is when people say try new things and push yourself out of your comfort zone. In my opinion, I feel like this is a little bit misunderstood at least in terms of the ways that has benefited me. There are some things that I've tried and I'm like, you know what, I'm not very comfortable doing this. And I kept trying it because I'm really more like the person that has the perspective of the first option. So I like to try new things even if it's uncomfortable. And I just never liked it, right? So I pushed myself out of my comfort zone, but I didn't like it. And ultimately, I hesitate to say didn't benefit from the experience, but I didn't adopt that new thing. A fairly innocuous example would be playing video games. A lot of my friends, certainly a lot of my generation, likes playing video games, but this is not something I necessarily enjoy, right? Certainly there's a lot of content creators who stream games and that's a very fun way to connect with a usually younger audience is to stream games and talk with them. But it just doesn't seem to appeal to me the way that it seems to appeal to other people. And obviously this is a fairly innocuous, innocent example and we can get more serious. But to give an idea of something where I did expand my comfort zone that I think a lot of people can relate to is driving. I've noticed a theme with myself and a lot of my friends as people I know that a lot of people feel nervous when they drive at first. Later on, they become very experienced good drivers and they can become enjoyable. It can be, it can be an enjoyable experience for them, but early on, they don't seem to like driving, right? Even if you like the idea of being independent and being able to drive where you are. This might be a little bit US-centric. Uh, it's certainly a, like a rite of passage that a lot of people go through in their teens is learning to drive. and. <laughs> Usually you're driving, I'm gonna put down my tea, and you're white knuckle, right? You're like, oh my gosh, right? I've seen my parents or my guardians drive forever, but man, and your white knuckles are on the steering wheel, like, oh my gosh, people weren't meant to go such breakneck speeds. And you're really just going like 15 miles an hour down the freeway, right? Everyone's like, beep, beep, why is this guy going so slow? But for most people, eventually they become more comfortable with driving. And a lot of people do enjoy it <laughs> when traffic isn't horrible. It can be a very, enjoyable experience in my opinion when you're just driving down the road and there's not a whole lot of cars and you really feel at peace and I think a lot of people can relate to that so that's a way that I think we can expand our comfort zone not necessarily push ourselves out but the idea of exploring different parts of the map we won't know whether or not we like them until we try them but regardless of what perspective you like whether you think yes I want to be myself and no I want to be better the concept of trying new things can really help us refine who we think we are. And you can take this through, once again, innocent examples and some more serious examples. For example, you could say, hmm, I've always had vanilla ice cream, but maybe I'll try chocolate and strawberry. And you won't know whether or not you like them, or you might not like them at first, but you like them later on. You're like, hmm, you know, I like strawberry. What if I try macadamia, right? That's a bold experience. Another example is coffee. So if you regularly drink coffee black and you're like, hmm, maybe I'll try a latte or cappuccino or Americano, right? Or what's another one? It's the mocha one with the cinnamon Mexican mocha, I think. <laughs> so you might try these things and at first you might like them, which is an easy win or sometimes a little bit more complicated. You might not like them. And later on you're like, huh, I actually don't like the Mexican mocha or alternatively at first I didn't, but now I do. Another example is like, foods you like to eat. But some more serious examples, as we can see, is religion and politics, right? So most people, as they go through life, I've noticed, 
subtly shift some of their opinions, which is great. I think that's a sign that we have the capacity to change and refine our opinion as we learn new things. If you're not learning new things through life, there might be a few new hobbies that you can benefit from picking up. And I know these have the potential to be slightly touchy topics. I don't mean to start a war in the comment section, but things like religion and politics do represent the concept I'm talking about pretty well, in my opinion, because it's fairly rare, relatively rare for someone to say, I completely changed this religion or I completely did this. How I usually hear it when I talk to them, because I'm curious about these things, is they discovered more about who they were. And as a result, the definition that they thought fit them changed. Like, hmm, because I realized this about this denomination, I realized it's actually more fitting for me to be this denomination or this sub-political group. And you can make an argument that this means they've changed. But another way of looking at it is they've become more themselves through trying new things and experimenting and discovery and discovering that your comfort zone is actually bigger than you thought or different than you thought. It's not just like this, but it's actually like this. I can't change my hand at that many angles. Those are the two perspectives. So to summarize, have I drank out of this on camera yet? Because if I don't, people always say that there's nothing in the cup. There's something in the cup. Listen. But to summarize, this is how I'll phrase it. Be yourself as opposed to unauthentically trying to be someone else. But take inspiration from the people you meet. So you'll meet a lot of people in life and some you'll admire and some you'll dislike. And I think almost everyone we meet can teach us something. But some show us what to do, and others show us what not to do. And this lifelong process of trying and seeing new things and building upon ourselves can be a very enjoyable, fulfilling one that we do for the rest of our lives. And through this process, you don't become less you. You're not trying to not be yourself, but you actually become more you. You expand and refine the definition of what you is. You are? Have a beautiful day. I bought this a while ago at a dollar store. And yes, I recognize that some people will think it's incredibly cliche, but at the time I didn't have a lot of money. I was a teenager and I thought this was a blank space on the wall and there needed to be something there. So that's the story behind it. And I'm inside today. How often do you see indoor Hampton? Like a few times a year. Talk soon.